Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. How high is gas prices, mama? She said five bucks a gallon and rising. How high is gas prices, Papa? He said six bucks a gallon and rising. Come on! Joe Biden, he don't have our back. We can't drill and we can't frack. Frack economy is under attack. Six bucks a gallon and rising. Wait till you hear what I have to say about the election coming up. How high is oil prices, Mama? She said one twenty-five and rising. Bloodbath. How high is oil prices, Papa? He said one thirty-five and rising. All the drilling Biden's killed. Better back we will not build. His own pockets, Joe is filled. Seven bucks a gallon and rising. <laughs> yeah, you got some solar money going. I'll tell you about that. High's inflation, Mama. She said eight percent and rising. How high's inflation, Papa? He said nine percent and rising. Food prices going up every day. Double what you used to pay. Wish Joe Biden would go away. Ten percent and rising. Ten percent. So uh, I was looking at a screenshot that I posted this morning from the gas station. Seventy-five dollars and eighty-six cents was the uh, cost for filling the uh, the Toyota this morning. It used to cost about thirty-two to thirty-four gallons. That was for sixteen point nine gallons. So uh, you know, mid four dollars on this, and I consider myself to be quite lucky. To be quite honest, but for those of you who are saying that, uh, oh yeah, gas prices have doubled since Joe Biden took office, uh, no, it's worse than that. It is worse than that, and by week's end, it will be much worse than that when we get when we get to five dollars a gallon. And the Democrat Party is going to do D word for Richard about it. Here is Joe Biden talking about all of his glorious accomplishments that we should be grateful for. All hail the great leader. Tired of trickle down economics. It doesn't work. Yeah, it does. My plans are to produce the strongest, fastest, most widespread economic most widespread. recovery America has ever experienced. Yeah, what happens when you open up businesses after shutting them down because you're the government? With record jobs, new record small businesses. Lowest number of people uh, participating in the workforce. Oh, yeah, you didn't hear that. It's the foundation for an economy that works for working families. Uh, how well is it working for you now, kids? Because of that foundation, we're better positioned than any country in the world. Is that position bent over? overcome global inflation that we're seeing and reach a new chapter of stable and steady growth new chapter in a really bad book so let's come together 
and focus on what's matter. Come on, all you white supremacists out there, you you uh, evil Trump supporters, let's work together, shall we? Let's work to, if we don't jail you. I mean, if we don't jail you like Peter Navarro and all that, and the January 6th, then I think we should work together. Uh, if you agree with everything I say, otherwise we'll sick the FBI on you. Now, coming up, uh, even a CNN analyst uh, says that we, it is 1978 all over again. Welcome back, Carter. We'll get into that. Under my plan uh, of a cap-and-trade system, electricity rates would necessarily skyrocket. So could the high prices help us? I think that I would have preferred a gradual adjustment. In 2008, you supported ramping up. Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. So we can blame the rampant increase in prices that we've caused on Russia, Ukraine? That way we can actually expedite what we've always dreamed of, which is $10 gas? Gas prices. Somehow we have to figure out how to boost the price of gasoline to the levels in Europe where it is now more than $10 a gallon. Now, isn't that funny? Isn't that funny that uh, Jean-Marie Beljean, uh, also known as Corinne Jean-Pierre, the uh, new White House secretary, she said that, you know, we shouldn't be complaining about gases because gas prices in the European Union are $8.15 a gallon. Prices in Germany, eight eighty-eight a gallon. Prices in Canada, six twenty-three a gallon. This is a global challenge. There's something that everyone is feeling across the globe. She said, arguing that gas prices have risen as a result of Russian President Vladimir Putin's invading Ukraine. No, you're wrong. Gas prices have always been this high in Europe. We've known it. And the left in this country has always wanted gigantic increases in the price of gasoline. A, because they hate America. B, because it's part of this green agenda. And why does the green agenda exist? It's not to green the planet. No, no, no. It's to kill the economy. It's to raise the, not to raise the boats of suck hole countries around the world. And a good share of the countries in the world are suck hole countries. Let's just face it. Nobody wants to go to Chad. Nothing can get you guys from Chad, uh, you know, or Burkina Faso. I mean, maybe lovely to visit during the, the non shooting season or something. But, uh, but honestly, there's a lot of S hole countries in the world rather than raise the S hole countries of the world. This is about Marxism. This is about socialism. This is about taking away from you and giving more to the ruling class while you exist on the crumbs. That's just the way it is. I've been saying this for a very long time. And right now, the uh, Democrat Party and the Biden administration seize the opportunity to make the uh, the class of 1930, uh, 1968's dream come true, and they're going to try and do it by November. They're going to, by hook or crook, do everything that they've ever dreamed of, which with regard to energy, making it ungodly expensive, reducing the amount of food you can eat, the size of cars you can drive, taking over every aspect of your life. They are going to throw everything at the wall like you used to test uh, you know, spaghetti to see if it was done right there on the refrigerator. They're throwing it all. They're going to do everything they can to get what they've dreamed about, their Marxist socialist utopia, all of the things that they can get done before November, they are going to do because they realize they are getting curb stumped. CNN's uh, uh, senior data reporter Harry Inton said Monday on The Lead, it's a TV show called The Lead, I guess, with Jake Tapper or somebody, that uh, Republicans will win a massive majority in the U.S. House of Representatives in November. In fact, it could be the biggest win since, are you ready for this, 1938. Topping our politics lead a little more. Only, only hold. 
I would say they're looking very good from a historical context. So basically, I took the best Republican positions on the generic congressional ballot at this point in midterm cycles since 1938. That generic ballot basically is, uh, would you vote for the generic Republican or generic Democrat in your district? And guess what? Since 1938, the Republican two-point lead on the generic congressional ballot is the best position for Republicans at this point in any midterm cycle. You know, it's kind of weird because the Democrat Party was party is echoing uh, another movement in another country in 1938 that was on the ascension. And uh, uh, yeah, it was in Germany. In over 80 years, it beats two. He was a socialist, by the way, yeah, German uh, Socialist Workers Party. 2010, when Republicans were up a point, it beats 14. 2002, 1998, where Democrats led by a point. And in all of those four prior examples that make this list of the top five, look at that. Who won a majority? It was the Republicans who yeah, won a majority. Well, the, uh, the Democrats are going to get curb stomped. Now, they're going to do everything they can to cheat on the election. They're going to do everything they can. They're trying this thing with mon monkeypox. We got 7 billion people on the planet. 700 have monkeypox. But the CDC is already wearing, uh, rec recommending wearing masks. I'm not kidding. Uh, so they're going to do everything they can before November to throw the election, uh, to distract, to create all sorts of boogeymen. Uh, in this week, it's about the January 6th televised hearing on Thursday that nobody will watch. Last week, it was about school shooting in uh, Uvalde, Texas. Uh, the week before, it was about white supremacy in America and how it's the worst threat and how uh, white people in this country, half of the population, more than half of the population, they're all white supremacists because they believe they're going to be replaced with white replacement theory. All of that was absolute nonsense. It really is. It's just, it's so beyond bipolar. It's like schizophrenic. It's absolutely insane. Here is a Harry Inton on CNN talking about the coming curb stomping. My estimate for the 2023 House makeup, if the election were held today, which again, it isn't. We still have five months. Five months from tomorrow. There's a lot of things they can completely destroy before then. Would be Republicans 236 seats to 241 seats. Democrats 194 to 199. That's based off of a formula of seat-to-seat -seat race ratings from both the Cook Political Report and inside election. There you go, King kind of lost me on the end there. But yeah, curb stomping. Curb stomping is coming. Here is this analyst, uh, Harry Inton, on uh, CNN, portending what I have been saying, which is the Obama administration, or I should say the O'Biden administration, <laughs> is welcome back, Carter. Look at the president's approval rating at this point since World War II in midterms in which his party gains or loses less than five House seats, which is essentially what Democrats need to maintain control. In 1962, the president's... I want you to relish this, because right now you're seeing the worst presidency in the history of the country, you lived to see it. Whether we'll all live through it is another question. Approval rating JFK's was 71%. Bill Clinton in 1998, it was 63%. In the 2002 cycle, 72% for George W. Bush. Joe where's, Biden's... Where's Joe Biden? Is just 41%. Oh, no, that's wicked high. Why is his approval rating so low? Because he's a terrible president. Well, I think this slide will give you the answer. This is the net approval rating on the economy at this point in a president. Oh, I thought it was going to be a slide of Hunter Biden with a gun naked in a hotel. See, Joe Biden's minus 26 points. That is the lowest, tied for the lowest for any president in the last 40 plus years. Boy, that is pretty incredible. I would, I would venture to say that that would be his crap touch. Crap touch. Everything that is golden, Joe Biden touches, and it turns to... Energy, independence, 
our relationship with our uh, our uh, uh, allies around the world and our strength in the world of the eyes, the eyes of the world. Crap touch. I could go on and on, but the crap touch certainly uh, certainly is getting done by uh, by Joe Biden. So what you are witnessing is historical. It's not hysterical. It's historical. And you are seeing the worst president that we have seen possibly in the history of the country, certainly uh, in our lifetimes, and I'm even including baby boomers in that. And uh, and I would also venture to say many uh, World War II veterans, great uh, greatest generation folks, uh, you're also seeing, um, yeah, this is pretty much the worst presidency you've seen in a, in a very, very, very long time. It's, uh, it's kind of great. And then over the weekend, The Hill published a story about potential Democrat presidential candidates uh, if Biden retracts his uh, statements and decides not to run for a second term. So um, the candidates who could possibly step in, which are all a joke, Kamala Harris, dear God in heaven, uh, Pete Buttigieg, please, Elizabeth Warren, uh, another DGH, uh, Amy Klobuchar, dear Lord, Bernie Sanders. This is it, guys. This is what they got. Uh, there are doubts uh, Joe Biden will follow through on his plans because of age. Biden would be 81 in November of 2024. Um, I'm just going to say, as I have said before, and I am not afraid to say, and one of the many reasons you listen to the show is I'm not afraid to say some things, uh, factual things. I never stray into uh, nonsense and conspiracy theories. But um, Joe Biden will not run for president in 2024. He is not capable of running for president in 2024. Vanity Fair has written an article. Democrats are already feeling out of their options for 2024. The article conveyed that if Biden doesn't run, the Democrat Party does not have a true leader and would be in complete effing chaos because Harris uh, is not seen as a great candidate. You know why? Because she's terrible. I want to get into uh, cronyism. Uh, I want to get into uh, what's happening with this January the 6th hearing, this kangaroo court on Thursday, which will be a a gigantic failure. It will be an absolute uh, giant, giant failure. I don't know if you know this, but the United States government has done a lot of things with regard to the Defense Production Act, with regard to uh, making things into a national emergency, COVID made into a national emergency, so you could avoid things like uh, uh, FDA approval for vaccines that could go on and on. And now they're talking about the Defense Production Act with regard to solar panels. Now, I want to ask you what the emergency is, other than other than um, this massive increase in the price of gas home fuel oil, the price of goods, all of that. That is self-caused, and that has helped usher in the next phase of this, which is this conversion to to green energy. This is all by design, and right now we are beginning to see what is um, essentially a payback for everything that the Biden administration has done for China. We know that uh, China has um, uh, given Joe Biden and his his family about $30 million in less than a decade. Uh, We know that China is in cahoots with uh, Hunter Biden, uh, and uh, there are oligarchs in China who are willing to pay a half a million dollars for his garbage paintings. We know that that is a classic form of uh, bribery in in the country of China to use artwork 
uh, which has um, no real intrinsic value. It's uh, it's all mental. It's all uh, essentially saying, oh, yeah, this is worth that. You know, is there a reason why a painting should cost $150 million? No, not really. No, not really. It's old. It's, it's uh, you know, there's something uh, 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 historical about it to some degree, but $150 million for a painting, please. But then you've got uh, a lot of artists who struggle their entire lives, can sell their paintings for $100, $200, $300, and in walks a newbie who's never really done art before. And it just so happens that China has this, uh, this uh, elegant bribery. It's called Yahui. And uh, they give pieces of art to people they want to pay off. And then Russian oligarchs buy the art from that person at inflative, made-up prices. And then essentially the artwork is probably relegated to a basement rec room or just thrown away because it doesn't matter. That said, Joe Biden is now ready to uh, use his executive powers and boost the domestic production of solar panels and their parts... Uh, and they are issuing a 24-month tariff exemption on imports of the products from several countries. What are those countries? Would you believe one of them is China? Here is Jean-Marie Beljean. Back from that, what emergency is the president using to invoke the Defense Production Act? Because historically it's been in the 1950s uh, for the, the Korean War and during COVID it was enacted. What emergency? Everything's an emergency right now. Is it, or what's the real emergency in the solar industry? For the Defense Production Act. Yeah, do we have another uh, Solyndra in the uh, in the working here? Yeah, but this time it's in China. Um, so let me, uh, I was going to say first, the president, you know, when he takes the Defense Production Act, is to make sure that he's delivering for the American people. Uh, it is an important tool that he has used a couple of times and it has been incredibly inf- effective. Really, really. Um, why do we have 8% inflation and why is gas more than double? Uh, so uh, for this particular Clean Energy Defense uh, Production Act, uh, he is invoking the Defense Production Act to rapidly expand per, uh, domestic production uh, of solar panel parts, building ins- insulation, heat pumps, and more. He is putting the full force uh, of the federal government's purchasing. To pay back his political allies and people who have treated him so very well. Oh, by the way, those uh, solar panels and parts in China are made by slaves. Yeah, there's two million Uyghur slaves, and where they make the panels is is uh, ground central, uh, ground uh, ground center, I should say, for the uh, the prison uh, workforce in China. Here is Morgan Ortegas uh, talking about this last night. Yeah, and to go back to what Mara said about China and solar panels, remember just last year this administration banned solar power, solar panels that are made in China. Why? Uh, because they mostly come from the Xinjiang region, um, which are where we know slave labor is happening, a genocide as declared by President Trump and Mike Pompeo. Uh, Secretary Blinken said in his confirmation hearings and at the beginning of his tenure as Secretary of State that this administration would lead with human rights. But when you are potentially making making it easier to import solar panels that are made through slave labor, uh, that is not putting human rights first. And also, if we're going to relieve any sort of tariffs on China, uh, what deal are we negotiating? What is the Biden team? Oh, the deal's already been done. Yeah, we already know the deal has already been done. This is the quid pro quo. The quid pro quo isn't coming. Getting for it. Uh, We should not continue a foreign policy where we relieve tariffs on China, uh, relieve sanctions pressure on Iran and allow uh, their oil to be bought as well uh, without getting anything for it in return. That's my big problem is like, where's the negotiation here? The negotiation's already been done. This is the quid pro quo. This is it. This is the payback. 
Thanks for the money, China. Thanks for enriching the uh, the Biden family. It's all on the Hunter Biden laptop. It is. It's right there. Yeah, yeah. It is there. That's where Peter Schweizer got his the information for his book about Biden corruption from Hunter Biden's laptop. All right. This is the payback. This is the ruling class enriching themselves like Nancy Pelosi while you and I fight for the crumbs. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Have you guys signed up for Stamps.com yet? Well, time is money, and you don't want to waste uh, time or money with repeated trips to the post office. Stamps.com, you can skip the trip, focus on how to take your small business to the next level. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right now from your computer, saves you money on the process. So you spend less time at the post office and more time making uh, your customers happy. Stamps.com gives you access to all post office and UPS shipping services you might need from your computer and to get discounts you won't find anywhere else. All you need is a computer, standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. Stop overpaying for shipping with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code Newsmax at Stamps.com for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code Newsmax for Stamps.com. Do you know why I said from the very beginning that January 6th was a bunch of crap? I'm just going to be, you know, very, very, very uh, plain about this. January the 6th, we know, was not a planned attack on the U.S. Capitol. We also know, and I, and I recall a Newsweek article that said 14 left-leaning groups had infiltrated the January 6th protest. The January 6th protest, about a million people came to the National Mall, they did, to support Donald Trump and ask for a recount because there were so many questions about the election. Donald Trump never said, go attack the White House. He never did. He says, we're going to march peacefully to the White House and we are going to make our opinions known. The doors were open on the uh, Capitol. Uh, and people were allowed to come in. At least one person was murdered. She was murdered by a Capitol Police officer. Uh, the, he was uh, cleared of any charges before anyone heard the case. Another woman was beaten to death by Capitol Police. All of this is going to come out eventually. But ABC News uh, director uh, is going to come in. His name is James Goldston. And he is going to prepare... Uh, what they hope will be a made-for-prime-time TV hearings to convince Americans that Donald Trump attempted an insurrection on January the 6th. Do you know why I think it was always a bunch of crap? It was because of the -the over-the-top coverage. Even uh, Republicans the day after, even people you would think from conservative outlets uh, like Fox News immediately uh, made it act like it was the worst thing that has happened in America's history. If this were truly a, a coup d'etat, if this were truly truly a rebellion to overthrow the government, why were there no guns? Why was there no force used? Why were people let into the building? Why are 16,000 hours of videotape from within the Capitol not being shared with the people? They said $100 million. I mean, they just, I remember they threw that $100 million. They, they went in, they knocked over statues. They didn't knock over a damn statue. They didn't deface any pictures. Uh, they didn't mess with anything. They opened the Capitol for the vote two hours later. It's always been a lie. But here's what the uh, Democrats, here's what the mainstream media said about it right afterwards. Certain dates echo throughout history. December 7th, 1941. September 11th, 
2001. I don't recall any Capitol employees jumping to their deaths from the burning Capitol. And January 6th. 2021. Similar to Pearl Harbor and 9-11. We can now add January 6th, 2021 to that very short list of... Do you ever have that moment where you cry BS because you just know, you just know that you're being played? Dates in American history that will live forever in infamy. The worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. The worst attack on our democracy uh, since the Civil War. And this was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. No, it wasn't. And I'm going to explain why very shortly and uh, get into a little bit of what's going to happen Thursday night. And it's going to do a face plant because, by the way, most people don't care and most people don't believe that Donald Trump tried to start an insurrection on January the 6th. This is uh, Peter Navarro sharing why the FBI is going after him. The mission of that partisan witch hunt kangaroo committee which is unduly authorized and not properly constituted and has no subpoena power. They have only one mission to concoct a fake hoax around January 6th based on criminal charges against Trump to prevent him from running for reelection in in taking back the White House in 2025 January. That's all this is about. Yep, that's all it is about. It is about fear. The Democrats know they got away with 2020. They want to eliminate him from running in 2024. They tried that with the impeachment. The second impeachment was all about that. Colonel John Mills, a U.S. Army colonel, retired, also former director of cybersecurity policy for the Department of Defense, and also an Epic Times contributor, joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, good morning, Rob. Always an honor to be with you. It's good to have you on. Now, I know that we are like-minded with regard to the 2020 election. Uh, your thoughts on this arrest of Peter Navarro at the, I believe it was a Reagan National. I knew it was at a D.C. airport. They waited until he was there. They they sicked a five FBI officers on him. They hauled him out. They strip-searched him. They put him in ankle bracelets in solitary confinement. They've done the same thing to January 6th. Uh, protesters. What are your thoughts about uh, what they're doing to Navarro and other uh, Trump administration officials like Roger Stone uh, with regard to federal law enforcement? Yeah, the uh, angry librarian, uh, Barrett Garland, is uh, in January uh, <laughs> going to get to come up and here uh, once the tables are turned. I, this is shameful. This is, this is absolutely shameful. And any white hats, I call out to any white hats, and that, there are uh, inside the FBI, I know, I know several, and uh, they need to uh, stand up, uh, uphold their oath of office. You do, you are sworn, uh, uh, not just as a federal official, but as a law enforcement. This is this is unbelievable weaponization and abuse uh, of the FBI in partnership with the Department of Justice. I mean, in the name of God, uh, yeah. Peter Navarro is an economist. Dr. Peter Navarro is an economist, and this is uh, there's certain techniques and tactics in law enforcement to you know demonstrate just like in the military you know kind of uh, a, a demonstration which is an articulation of the overwhelming crushing power of the FBI and DOJ. Yep. yep. Well, why don't they why don't they spend time securing the southern border? Uh, fentanyl is out of control, and uh, you know we have MS13 on the march in the national capital region, and yet. They're going to apply significant resources to uh, 
showing an economist who's who. I mean, this is utterly ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And also, which I think is laughable, but uh, they are enlisting former ABC News president, the guy who covered up the Jeffrey Epstein story, even though uh, there were uh, reporters on staff who were uh, investigating this, and, uh, and they've decided to hire him to produce Thursday night's antics, like it's, a, I guess, a version of, uh, of Dancing with the Stars. ABC News anchor Amy Robach pitched the, uh, the, uh, the story to this man of Jeffrey Epstein, and he put it off and put it off and put it off. So this man clearly has a, a definite political bent, and I would say this is almost bordering on uh, kind of Soviet-slash-North Korean media by creating an event, uh, by building uh, something using Hollywood production to uh, convince the masses that something that didn't happen happened. What do you think about all of this? Yeah, the only insurrection was November of 20 when the election was stolen. Uh, so that was the real, and then the FBI riot on January 6th. I mean, we know from the Whitmer case, which is uh, an, a god-awful mess and is collapsing. We have FBI agents being literally fired from the agency, not just uh, admonished, but actually being removed from the agency. Uh, uh, man, I think they've had uh, two acquittals in the Whitmer. I'm talking about the Whitmer case. Yeah. This is very important. That was essentially the dry now, run. Now, this is the this is the, the, uh, the, the attempt to, this is the six. attempt to frame. Uh, people in Wisconsin with a possible assassination of Gretchen Whitmer. There are more more agents in the FBI involved in the sting than there were people who uh, were convinced to uh, attempt to do this, or at least uh, uh, have an interest apparently into it. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not. Uh, I, I was not a professional undercover uh, person, but I'm kind of familiar with a number of these things. In another Epic Times article, I talked about our first unit, uh, intelligence unit in Seattle, I was going to college, you know, just a few years previously had been spying and penetrating student communists uh, in the Seattle area during the uh, 70, 60s and 70s here. It doesn't take, when 50% of the group are FBI agents or informants, informants is a formal legal category. It's just not a flippant name. Um, okay, you have a problem. Yeah. 50, it is no longer you are no longer penetrating a, a group. You feel it is doing a, an illegal act. You are now creating the group. Yes. Okay. So this this is absolutely absurd. And again, uh, you know, you got Adam Kinzinger, who's who's like a marionette and only dancing because somebody is paying off his campaign debt. And then you have Liz Cheney, uh, supported by dark money and a lot of voters out of Colorado traveling across the border, and that's documented. Uh, so this, and you got these two clowns, uh, you know, so they can say it's bipartisan. And uh, you know, Jamie Raskin, who normally looks like he's uh, had a few tokes on something, and uh, you know, he, he is just this is this is insanity. And you know what? This is the Stasi in play. Yes. Uh, if any if anybody believes in uh, civil government governance and uh, is is thinks that what is going on is okay. Uh, they are an enemy of the Constitution, as simple as that. And uh, there's going to be an election here. They're scrambling because you know, we are rapidly, we, I call it now, we're in a less than a six-month sprint. Hold yeah. the line. Yeah. 
and then we go on the big big O, the offense in January, and uh, it's going to be the shoe's going to be on the other foot, and payback is going to be hell. Now, let me ask you: you 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 sound like you have some uh, obviously some connections to the FBI. I'm very disappointed in uh, the FBI, and I used to be a uh, a wholesale defender of the uh, of the, uh, the the men on the street. Uh, you know the agents, and and I I don't know. I, I, my whole opinion of the FBI has been tarnished to the point that I really think it should be blown up and restarted. Of course, I'm speaking figuratively. Uh, do you think that the FBI and the uh, the uh, Justice Department and uh, federal law enforcement are beyond repair? Uh, D, well, you got to separate. Even though FBI is part of the Department of Justice, gotcha. I mean, the Department of Ju- Justice proper is is uh, I'd say about eighty percent corrupt at the, at the junior and middle level. You do have white hats, and I, and everybody says, no, there's nobody, there's nobody. No, there are. Excuse me. Yeah. And this is how you flip, and I have plenty of experience in, in uh, regime change and things like that overseas, that uh, you, you can't just blanket say everybody's bad. I mean, this is what happened in the early days of Iraq, and I, I was one of the, 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 the small group of writers for CPA General Order number one, firing everybody in Iraq. And I, I, even though I was one of the writers, I strongly, and I was on the ground implementing it after um, – after we arrived, um, that was an extremely bad decision. It was Walt Slocum, uh, who was brought back by the Bush administration, even though he was a Clintonite, said, we're going to fire everybody. Anybody of significance over the, the, the rank of lieutenant colonel, we're going to fire. Okay. I said, sir, 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 you're creating the insurgency. That is not what we did with Germany and Japan. Um, okay. Bad. Bad. So never, never assume everybody at Justice and DOJ is bad. Uh, uh, being bad. Uh, so there are white hats, especially at the junior and the mid level, okay. who are just okay. trying to figure out what in the bloody world's going on. This is insanity inside the house. Now, I just read a poll: seventeen percent of Americans now believe Trump was solely responsible for January sixth, as this com- the committee prepares for their blockbuster primetime hearings. Now, the media has touted a whole bunch of false narratives. Um, Rachel Maddow. Uh, promoted the Russia collusion with Trump for three, almost three years on the air before doing a sabbatical, leaving the air, uh, presumably to create some space between that debacle and bringing her back to television. We've had the Hunter Biden laptop, which was literally shut down. The discussion was shut down by Twitter. Uh, and now we have this January 6th committee, which is, I mean, it's just so beyond corrupt and left of center. It's, it should be painfully obvious when none of the committee members will appear on Fox or Newsmax. Uh, it's very clear to me that they have one goal in the mind, and that is to target and take down Donald Trump. Do you, do you suppose this starting Thursday night, this will all come out in the wash or that people are going to go, oh, my God, maybe you are right about January 6th, and there really was an attempt no, to take over? All the trend lines have been against them. A growing, okay. growing number of people. I think it's uh, you know we're, you know we're approaching sixty percent and now over sixty percent. Uh, you know feel uh, there were that the, there was a problem with the election. It was not a fair and, and clean election. Yes. Uh, so a growing number, and that includes that's not that, that's the all important middle ground of the independents, but it's a growing number that includes. Uh, uh, I mean, it's been a, been a, you know been a few weeks, but it was like one in three on the blue side. So I mean, the, the trend lines are all going there. They're against them, and but what's so funny is that the media they control. Uh, fewer and fewer people are watching this, and this is the yep. weird dynamics, and it shows the wokeness and the corrupt corruptness of a lot of the legacy media. Is although they they are sucking up and retaining a lot of the advertising dollars, nobody's watching them. 
Yeah. Who who in the who in the bloody world watches MSNBC? Who watches <laughs> CNN? <laughs> no and, and 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 that I mean they I mean they, this is an echo chamber of themselves slapping each other on the back with exactly. a diminishing number of people. Everybody knows it's it's a fraud. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows it's an absolute it's absolute street theater. Yeah. The only one they're fooling is themselves and Jamie Raskin. It looks like he took a toke or two or something. And uh, <laughs> so it just it's just an insanity and. Uh, you know, um, so, uh, yeah, the only the only thing that happened on January 6th was an FBI riot. Yep, and yep. Uh, so we we need to know truth on that. We need and to. We will know. We, we yeah. will know. Truth and and the positive and, is the positive is they're they're uh, you know, they're going to be hauling Navarro uh, before this committee, I guess. And and I look at the positive is that he will be able to share everything he knows. Uh, and oh, I hope, I mean, and I hope that Navarro. I, I think they're going to rue the day they messed with Navarro. I do and, too. Uh, I mean, he is he is a tiger and he is a fighter. And uh, they're attempting to take him down. They are creating a hero. Yeah. And uh, so this is uh, this is going to turn out very bad for them all around here. They stole the election. They colluded with the, with the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, you know, they made a mess out of this country. I mean, look, there, there's everything woke goes to what? You know it. And yeah. uh, they've created a mess out of everything. The American people know who's creating the mess. 100%. And, uh, now, now, Colonel John Mills, before we go, I, I you have been uh, unafraid to say that you believe the 2020 election was stolen. I have said from the get-go, one of my expressions is the reason why I think that 2020 was stolen because I'm not stupid. Because I have taken the time to analyze all the uh, the evidence, uh, including the nursing homes, uh, 91 nursing homes in Wisconsin, uh, almost 100% voter turnout, and most of those votes for Joe Biden, even though these people can't feed themselves. You've got the battleground states being shut down at the same time, which as Joe Biden was getting his clock cleaned, Zuckerbucks and ballot boxes turning in millions of votes the next morning. I can go on and on. Thousands of signed affidavits swearing that people saw... The election fraud. You're not afraid to say it, Colonel. Why is that? Because nobody else other than me, I think I'm one of the few people on radio. This includes big names that is willing to say, prove to me it wasn't stolen. Why do you say so, sir? Well, I think it already is a starting foundation. you got to read the three volumes put out by... Peter Navarro. Peter Navarro. Yes, yes, um, yes. I mean, it, it is magnificently written. Um, uh, I actually had a number of uh, white papers that were rolled into the into the reports here. I've had to teach myself. I mean, the reality is, and that's why a lot of rhinos and Republicans want to shut down conversation on this, because the reality is, is I taught myself about the election process. I realized, oh, my goodness, even those who are professional politicians have no clue as how, how this is run. Uh, but the war is raging, raging. If you just watch legacy media, you think it's all in the rearview mirror. Absolutely not. Citizens yep. are on fire. Yep. They are hopping mad. and This ain't going away. So anybody who wants to be a rhino uh, or, or just pretend that this is not uh, this is not of interest. Oh, my. They are woefully wrong. Exactly. On now. Fire in, in, in Arizona, uh, despite the steal, uh, you know, remember, it's an open primary in Georgia. So you had a lot of blue side crossover and uh, vote for Kemp. You know, Trump is like 100 to 8 as far as his endorsements. Yep. Uh, that's called a winning record. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm on that guy's side. Yeah. Um, so so but uh, the war is raging. I just was talking to some folks in Wisconsin yesterday, North Carolina, yeah. Pennsylvania, 
uh, Michigan. This ain't over. I mean, we I'm, are not. I'm personally, I'm personally waging a war right here in Prince William County. Uh, we have a totally corrupt system. And I just found out the new appointed election registrar yeah. in our county uh, received a very sizable sum from the Knight Foundation in 2015. It's on his own bio. He likes to toot his horn. Well, the Knight Foundation is a very left wing, so it may not. It's it's uh, Zuck Bucks under a different term uh, title. Colonel John Mills, greatly appreciate you being on. You're on Getter. You're on uh, Truth Social. You are on the uh, you are obviously contribute to the epic uh, times um and uh, is there anything else i'm forgetting real quick before we say uh, goodbye well a, a news newsmax of course on a regular on uh, newsmax a broadcast right for newsmax also america's voice uh but uh yeah also a new one coming out the daily middle east uh so uh, watch this space Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.